Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. In today's world, chaos is the only certainty. Over the last several years, we have witnessed the impossible occur in global events. The need for families and individuals to not only survive, but to thrive is now greater than ever. Experts the world over have emphasized the importance of generating additional forms of income. In the technologically advanced world we live in today, what if there was a way that we can use technology-powered AI where we can have algorithms do the work for you? Well, thanks to Algo Factory, that is exactly what we did. We teach you not only to leverage the market and carve out profits in the chaos, but we show you how to have a better quality of life by creating your own custom algorithm that trades on your behalf 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All the while, you can continue with your day-to-day -day responsibilities, checking in when needed on your trades that is working for you. Many clients of Algo Factory have been able to fund their savings, go on dream vacations, and even quit their nine to five jobs. They have created more time for themselves and more time for their families, all through the power of advanced AI and their personal custom algorithm, Algo Factory. Trade your job, upgrade your life. From the corrupt corridors of Wall Street to the lords of the city of London, from the gold markets of the Pacific Rim and the Far East comes V, the guerrilla economist. He clears the fog of economic and geopolitical disinfo. Know the truth, see the trends, understand the players. Protect your future and family. The financial freedom fighter, a rebel with a cause. This worldwide transmission has been brought to you by V, the Guerrilla Economist. Helping the world understand, prepare and make sound decisions to protect your future and your family. Visit V, the Guerrilla Economist at roguemoney.net. Spelt R-O-G-U-E-M-O-N-E-Y. Good mythical morning, everyone. It is V, the Guerrilla Economist, coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the morning. And I am flying solo. I'm flying solo. The Gorilla in the Economist. That is what it is, Ben. The Gorilla in the Economist. Happy bananas to all of you. It is Friday. And I hope you guys are have a, a great weekend ahead of you guys. Uh, I hope um, you know tomorrow, the, hopefully, the weather's good. But I think over here, we're, we're rained out. Once again, we're rained out once again. Anyway, guys, check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single pod. I'm sorry. Follow us on Twitter at Rogue News Events. That's our new uh, handle on, on Twitter, Rogue News Events. And, uh, and also check us out on every single podcasting app known to humanity. We're everywhere you want us to be. 
And also, guys, listen, if you haven't done so already, I urge you, I urge you, I implore you to go ahead and help fund Rogue with FJ Balloons. Uh, FJ Balloons, right there, you're getting an NFT. It is a limited edition. It's tied to Ethereum. It's not tied to some shit coin that's worthless. It's uh, actually tied to Ethereum. So when Ethereum goes up, your, your NFT goes up. Okay, it's because it's tied to there. So you get a win-win, a little bit. You, you support us. You get an investment return. You get a re- return on your investment right away. And it's limited uh, to nine hundred and ninety-nine. Uh, we've already sold like a, a little over hundred of these already. Um, and the cool thing is also is that you can, you know, once they're sold out, you want to go ahead and sell them in the future. You can do so. These things are connected with OpenSea and various other NFT marketplaces. You can go ahead and sell it. It actually has real value. And, uh, you know, this is going to help us join the, um, you know, uh, help us to get up off the ground the Pundit Pass, which will allow you to get weekly NFTs for free. And uh, the program that we're doing is where you'll get an NFT in the back of the NFT. We'll have all the headlines you can click on. So it's pretty cool. We've gamified politics and news. So it's really awesome. You can buy the NFT with either your, you know, your, your bank card, debit card, credit card, whatever. Or you can pay for it in, with uh, with an NFT as long as you. Uh, I'm sorry, with crypto. Uh, make sure you set up some sort of an NFT wallet. I recommend MetaMask. Uh, MetaMask is um is a is a good one to set up. And with that being said, guys, that being said, let's get into it. This morning, I had a a really good piece of intel, a really good piece of news that I got from um from a, an individual buddy of mine out in Cali. And um, he sent me something, right? I, I don't know who wrote this, but I want to know who wrote this. And he's going to he's gonna get me the guy, and hopefully I'm going to interview him because this is a guy who is after the gorilla's own heart. This is a guy who sees the game for what it is. Uh, I think this guy's a, a, a current trader or a former trader uh, in Wall Street. I'm not exactly sure all the details. But what he wrote was so profound. What he wrote was so profound, and I love the way he distills the entire thing. It's very similar to how I do it. I like to distill things to the most simplest. Okay, let's not call it quantitative ease, and let's just call it money printing to oblivion. You know, that's, let's just let's just call it for what it is. You know, Mr. New Yorker in me, you just want to get down to the brass tacks. So, whoever this gentleman is, this is what I got. I'm gonna read it off to you. It was called the Greatest Illusion. The greatest illusion. Why the S&P 500 really hasn't moved in 15 years. Yeah. And he starts off, whoever this mysterious individual is, he starts off saying, the banking system committed suicide back in 2008. It inserted a four-gauge shotgun into its mouth and pulled the trigger. It was the only way that decades of financial substance abuse could end. The cheap credit addiction the zero rate injections had taken their toll. God, it's like something that I would say. Nothing could be done. All the Fed's horses and all the Fed's men couldn't put the banking system together again, and the system had flatlined. But the funny thing is, nobody seemed to have noticed. That's because the Fed decided to play weekend at Bernie's. They denied us the dignity of a proper burial. Instead, hoisting up the cadaverous remains and propping it up against the balance sheet of $1.2 trillion of it, at that time in 08. Similarly, the ECB, the European Central Bank, loaded up $500 billion of toxic 
assets in 2008. How was this financed? Simple. With a debasement of currency, a hidden tax on the public. This was a de facto nationalization of the financial system and stripped away any remaining incentive for efficient capital allocation. That's why the S&P 500 bank total returns and financial indexes are down 60% in real terms over the last 15 years. It's the market coming to grips with the fact that the financial system has devolved into an internal government program. This is getting deep. What this guy says is, is, is profound. Think of this. It's the market coming to grips with the fact that the entire financial system has devolved into an interminable government program. In other words, the market is in hospice care. In fact, the entire market has ever since become just one trade, a single bet How much will they print? Imagine that. The entire market. And when you, when, and, and folks, this is, this, I don't know who this guy is, but God, man, he gets it. He absolutely nails it. I couldn't have said it better myself. The entire market is just one trade. It's just one single pet. And when you break down the nitty gritty, you get behind all, you know, you get past all the technicals, you get past all the fundamentals, you get past all these economists and all these quants with their charts and their graphs and all these guys who like to speculate on this and because of that and because of this policy and that policy, you brush that all away. It just simply distills everything you can watch. Think about this, guys. Turn on CNBC right now. And everything you could possibly watch on CNBC right now comes down to one single thing. How much will they print? That is the only bet in Wall Street. My God. My God, this should be like sending shockwaves. I mean, it's so perfect. It's so perfect how how this guy puts it. And he goes on to say, believe it or not, this is considered controversial. Economists will write endless papers squabbling over the shifting mechanics of money, money printing and whether this actually drives price inflation. Never mind the noise. Here's the beauty of the research firm, Global Macro's uh, analysis. They simply added up the balance sheets of the five largest central banks and mapped it against the S&P 500. And guess what? It explains 97% of the performance. That's right. No need to argue whether the BTFP is QE, right? No need to argue over the causation versus correlation. No need to argue over the shifting definition of consumer price index. You know that carnival game where people get asked the number of jelly beans in a big in a big jar? Most answers will be dead wrong. But if you ask a large enough crowd and average out the answers, it will magically almost exactly match the correct number. That's what's happening here. The S&P 500 is a broad index. is simply offsetting central bank balance sheet growth. Even if individual market participants may not understand that central bank action is currency debasing, markets have uh, have intuited this for 15 years. The S&P 500 simply has been trying to preserve wealth. I mean, this guy nails it. The entire bloody market is based on one simple bet. Just one bet. 
Just one. And that is this. How much will they print? How much will they print? If we're not talk if we're not caught into a death spiral. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what is. Unbelievable. 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 One of the things also that I'm tracking here, folks, okay, as things continue to break down in the in the world that is the West, where we are dependent upon fantasy, we're dependent upon um, mythology, we're dependent upon stories, we're dependent on all these things to keep us things going. Why, why, why are we like this? Well, I'll tell you why we're like this. We're like this because I think Matthew Eric said it so best. He said it perfectly. The United States has been involved in a cultural revolution since the 1960s, and the revolution's not over. Perfectly said. The, the Again, the United States is involved in a cultural revolution since the 1960s, and it, the revolution's not over. Other countries have went through, have went through this cultural revolution. Okay, the Chinese have done it. The Russians have done it. And at some point, these countries have realized this is not going to work. This is creating. This is causing the death of tens of millions of people. Um, let's not do this anymore. And here we are today, where we're still involved in a cultural revolution, but we had a phony baloney market that props it all up. It's amazing to me. And these people think they can get away with this and do these things because of the phantom wealth created by the economy. And what this entails, folks, is that all of this is going to end very poorly. It's going to end very bad. Latest news coming out from Bloomberg Markets is that investors every, investors, sees, investors see clues of bank fuel slowdown. From Bloomberg. Everyone's on the lookout for how last month's bank turmoil may be rippling through the economy. Roughly a week into earnings season, investors are starting to get some clues. I want you to think about this. Remember those bank failures? Oh, SVB Bank, suddenly they're they're gonna be it's gonna be fine, they're gonna be rescued, they're gonna be stabilized. And folks, what did I tell you back in 2012 when I came onto the scene? I said this if you remember, if some of you have been following me since then. We don't have, back then I said to everyone, and it sounded crazy to everybody, I said, look, we don't have a, a liquidity problem in this country. We have a solvency crisis. We have a solvency crisis. And that's where we are. The Bloomberg article goes on to say, everyone's on the lookout now. On last month's bank turmoil will be ripping through the economy. Take fastenal, supplier, construction materials like nuts and bolts. That's seen as an industrial bellwether or lender or the lender of Ally Financial. Fastenal reported that sales growth weakened in March and raising concerns at the collapse of three banks to trigger a broader slowdown in the economy as lenders tighten standards. The risk was underscored by results from Ally, which extended fewer auto loans and set aside more to cover potential defaults as some consumers struggle to make payments. Folks, the auto loan situation is a ticking time bomb. They are rolling out 72-month, 84-month. Now I'm hearing talks of 144-month financing available. It is insanity par excellence. 
all these YouTube get rich quick idiots right, driving around in their exotics on 144 month finances, right? So they can do the you know fifteen hundred, twelve hundred dollar a month payment on a car that's worth two hundred fifty, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's all coming home to roost. And here's Fastenal, okay? Fastenal is a supplier of nuts and bolts. You want to get more micro than that? You want to get more uh, of, of a bellwether, of a real indicator as to how the real physical economy is doing? Well, here's a supplier that supplies nuts and bolts to the construction industry, and they're like, we are in a massive slowdown. Incredible. Incredible. Here's Ally, which is now their hedging bets that, hey, you know what? We're going to have mortgage defaults. Do you realize repo yards all throughout the country are overflowing right now? Go through any major city in the United States. Go to their repo yard. Go to any company that does repossessions. Go check out their yards. They are overflowing. Many repo companies are seeking to rent additional parking spaces for the amount of cars that are being repoed right now. And here's the funny thing, folks. The average price of a repoed car right now, its average monthly payment for a repoed vehicle today in the United States is about 750 bucks. That is a Mercedes fully loaded E-Class or an S-Class payment. Think about that. $750. It, what happened? Well, you had all these stimulus ballers, right? During the Biden administration, the stimulus ballers were making big on stimulus. Stimulus is over. You got a lot of other guys that got involved because of, you know, cheap money. That game is over. All these chick, all these chickens are coming home to roost. It's incredible. And now you have Ally, which is one of the largest. And, and, and again, Ally is a, a zombie institution. Ally is an insolvent zombie institution that is set to implode. Former, formerly known as GMAC, right? And here's Ally saying a massive systemic financial confidence shock appears to be averted, but tighter credit is manifesting in the real economy. And this is from the Bank of America Corps, uh, Savita Subramarian and Oshang Kong. And they know it's idle GFC Redux, no credit hitting real economy. Yes. The strategist cited Fastenal's softer March sales to the manufacturers as well as slowing pro- purchases that month across cohorts. Credit conditions have tightened and could have tightened more, they wrote. And that such a move has tended to lead the S&P sales growth by about two quarters. They said they would suggest a potential acceleration of sales growth from here, though they noted that historical patterns may not hold this time around. Wells Frotto, Chris Harvey over at Wells Frotto and his team also noted the news from Fastenal. Everybody's paying attention to Fastenal. Maybe you should. Think about it. The company that's making nuts and bolts for construction companies and construction equipment suppliers nuts and bolts you need to build every building out here saying look our our demand has fallen off a cliff since march it's incredible it's incredible chris harvey at wells Fargo says the head of equity strategy pointed to comments from the company that customers were more tightly controlling operating capital spending incredible incredible Ally said it's made fewer auto loans, set aside additional provisions, and rising defaults as some consumers fall behind car payments at a pace not seen since more than a decade. In other words, last time they saw something like this was in 2008. And right now, we are, we are outgunning the 2008 financial collapse in a major way. And the only thing holding us together is the money printer, and the bloody thing is on over. It is overheating. 
Incredible. Incredible. This on the latest PMIs, U.S. manufacturing and services PMIs is unexpectedly soared in a flash in April survey, inflation resurgent. After a mixed soft regional survey from the Empire, from the New York Fed and the Philly Fed, a general slide in the overall macro surprise index expectations were that the decline in the S&P global PMI data, preliminary April, April data, however, just to baffle everyone, with bullshit, both manufacturing services jumped higher in April, right? Supposedly, these are again at the end of the day fictitious numbers, but inflation's coming. Oh, that's great, it's very good. On today's funniest news of the day, I mean, you can't make this up. The Royal Canadian Mountain Police confirmed they're looking into a gold robbery at Pearson International Airport outside of Toronto. Criminals are getting smart, folks. $100 million in gold was stolen from Canada's largest international airport. At this point, the investigators have no idea how the gold, how the gold was stolen. We're still trying to get accurate information on the heist. The Toronto Sun reported earlier that Thursday that 3,600 pounds of gold being moved to the airport had been stolen and would be worth about $105 million. Pearson's rated as, as one of the top 30 cargo airports in the world. Gold mined in Canada can travel through Pearson on its way to customers around the world. The newspaper, and again, this is like really poor logistics control. When I when we move gold, right? Like currently, I'm 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 we're in the process of delivering some gold to a client. Um, and guess what? It's coming with armed security. So I don't understand what the hell happened here. This is this is it baffles me how gold is managed in the Western world. It baffles me. First of all. Buying and selling gold here is getting more precarious, right? And it baffles me, the, the control mechanisms, because there isn't any. They're relying on, I mean, when you're doing large orders like this, there's always a security team. You want somebody who's proficient. I mean, you're talking armored cars, a security team, even in the plane, the you know private transport, the whole nine yards. But this is going through cargo at an international airport. It's incredible what happens here. But yeah, it's um, it's been um, yeah, stolen. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Right now, the 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 the, the Toronto Sun is reporting the cops are being quiet. One thing appears clear: investigators don't believe the gold was stolen in an attempt to fund terrorism. Oh, that's a good thing. It was probably stolen to. <laughs> They pay off some international debt that the Canadian government had. Remember, Canada sold off all of its gold. They have no gold. So if there's some gold coming through Canada, they're going to confiscate it. I wouldn't be surprised this was an inside job. I would not surprise me. That's why everybody's being really quiet about it. They might find some patsies. They might find some patsies. Incredible, folks. Absolutely incredible. What else do you want to talk about? 
it seems that there is an IRS whistleblower scandal. I don't know if you guys heard of this. CBS News has finally admitted about the IRS whistleblower scandal targeting the Bidens. Oh, yeah, this is from our boys over at Revolver. Well, well, well. CBS News has finally decided that it was time to report on the IRS whistleblower who's come forward with allegations against President Joe Biden and his son Hunter. They couldn't hold off any longer, apparently. And to their credit, they went all in. The whistleblower, who's been identified as an IRS official, reportedly has some kind of evidence of wrongdoing by the Biden family. The claims have yet to be publicized or substantiated, but the story has generated a lot of buzz within the conservative media circles. However, now with the CBS News finally reporting, it is likely more mainstream attention will follow, which isn't good news for old Joel and Hunter. And here's what CBS News says. The attorney for the unnamed IRS criminal supervisory agent says his client has asked Congress for protections to speak out about allegations that years long ago, high-profile and politically sensitive investigation has been hindered by a preferential treatment and politics. According to a letter obtained by CBS News, that investigation is one of the probing potential tax crimes by the Hunter Biden CBS News has learned. My client wants to come forward to Congress, said attorney Mark Little, who was representing the agent. He discussed his client's allegations with the CBS News chief investigating correspondent Jim Axelrod in an exclusive interview that aired on Wednesday night CBS Evening News. Someone with insider knowledge of what's going on is crying foul over this likely rigged investigation. It's incredible, folks. It's incredible. Many have found it strange that the top Dems endorsed Weiss and also that he was not booted with the rest of the Trump's appointed uh, U.S. attorneys. Lawyer with the IRS supervisor. Interesting. Isn't it funny, folks, that all the, while the West is breaking down, while the United States is, is breaking down, we are literally on a, 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 a all sorts of dog and pony shows are happening around us. All sorts of dog and pony shows are happening around us. Incredible. It's incredible. <sighs> the U.S. is ramping up more and more rhetoric. More and more war rhetoric is happening, right? And they're wondering what the heck is going on. The U.S. is uh, is talking about that they are going to ramp up all sorts of military and, and intel. It, it, it's funny when I'm watching the entire capital move. Okay, when I'm when I'm looking at the logistics here, and I'm seeing a lot of activity that is occurring within the Strait of Formosa, Taiwan. I don't know what is possessing the U.S. deep state. I don't know what is possessing them. But I actually, I do know what's possessing them. What is possessing them is an incredible 
insatiable drive because of the massive amount of propaganda and BS that they've created, that they're believing themselves. You know, it's one thing to repeat a lie so many times that your constituents believe the lie. It is another thing to start, you know, you invent the lie, and then you start believing the lie that you invented. That is a problem. That is a mental psychosis that the United States government is suffering with at a great, great scale. What this tells me is that the U.S. has lost in Ukraine. And I think that is the handwriting on the wall. What the hell does this mean to all of us? Folks, over the last several weeks, the United States dollar has taken massive, massive hits. Okay? Massive, massive hits. Everything from what has occurred between Saudi Arabia and Iran, everything that has occurred with Russia, with the rest of the world, the multipolar world saying, yeah, you know what? We're going to start settling trade with our own currencies and not the dollar. I'll tell you right now. I am correlating the end of the dollar with connection to the failure, the soon-to-be announcement and failure of the Ukrainian war. The U.S. has really put itself into a corner. You got to understand, nothing, first of all, the dollar, everybody knows it's a worthless currency. Everybody knows this. And all the lies that people say, well, we're the most liquid market in the world, blah, blah, blah. And I love talking to monetarists. When I when I talk to monetarists and they always argue with me and they say, well, they, you don't understand. Other countries' currencies, they can't really replace the dollar because they don't have the broad stretch of liquidity that we possess. So number one, number two, a lot of these currencies are not as convertible as the dollar. So the dollar is so wanted. You don't understand. How's the multipolar world? They're going to get into a currency war amongst themselves. And I'm like, you're an idiot. You don't understand jack shit. You don't know your elbow from your rear end. You really don't know. And they're like, explain to me, V. What do you know? I was like, you're a moron. First of all, the multipolar world is not looking at currency the way the West looks at currency. The West is insane. The West is insolvent. The West is satanic. The West is... It's gone. I can't even recognize it anymore. And the only hope for the West is the people of the West that we rise up and take back our countries. The only hope we have. But I told them, I said, look, if you're looking at the multipolar world and you're saying that this is about currency, you've missed the whole point. What is being discussed here, and this is a very, very, and Sergey Glaziev said this as well, this is a very, very, very complex situation. And this complexity to create a homogenized way to trade is something that is being worked on 24-7, 365, okay? Since, 24-7, 365, since the collapse of the U.S. economy in 2008. And, the, and, the, and what, well, I'll tell you which way the, bell, the, the, you know, the, 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 the bellwether is blowing. I'll tell you which way this whole entire thing is going. This whole entire thing is going in one direction. It has nothing to do with currency. The multipolar world does not want to have a world reserve currency to be the anchor for the trade. 
if you're looking at a currency to come out to be the world reserve, you're missing the entire picture. You're, again, applying modern Western understanding, monetary understanding, to an Eastern problem. And you're going to miss it. What they're doing in the multipolar world, folks, is they are not looking at currency, but they're looking at industrial, economic, physical production. And then using said physical production in some sort of metric. And utilizing this metric to create some sort of a trade settlement that is centered around what? Gold. Gold. That's right. Whether they are going to create some sort of a digital currency, gold back trade settlement that is traded on some sort of a blockchain, these, believe it or not, what I just described to you is one of the things, one of the 15 things that they are considering. That's what I've been told. Think about that. These are just one of the solutions that they are considering. A gold trade settlement node built on the blockchain utilizing some sort of a trade token, a gold trade token. That's the only answer. And what is that going to do with the gold price, folks? Oh, yeah. Maybe this is why $105 million worth of gold was stolen from Canada. Maybe the Canadian government's like, you know what? Uh, this is the way that there's a gold shipment coming through. And this is what I'm saying. If you're holding gold in any sort of vaulting facility in the United States, any sort of bank security, you better, you better think twice. You better think twice. I wouldn't hold anything in any jurisdiction in the United States. That's a fact. Many people are thinking uh, Ripple could be used. It could be, maybe possibly. incredible where we are unbelievable <sighs> now we have uh all sorts of other issues that are happening in this country. I mean, I'm not going to go into all the garbage that we're dealing with. I mean, it's as if the pits of hell have been opened in America and everything from what is a woman to bathrooms to everything else is, is, is gotten through the, the mainstream. It's, it's, it's incredible where we are. Brandon says, V should do some shows about storing gold in Dubai. You know, I've got, I have, you know, surprisingly, with all the stuff that I'm busy with in, in the UAE, that is one thing I have not looked at at all. Uh, in terms of my favorite jurisdiction for gold storage, I have three. Uh, Switzerland, the Geneva Free Trade Zone in particular. If it's not in the Geneva Free Trade Zone, I wouldn't put it anywhere else in Switzerland. That's number one. Number two, Singapore. 
I am a big fan of Singapore. Uh, excellent bank. So, uh, Singapore is the Switzerland of, of tomorrow. It's the Switzerland of Asia. It's, it's phenomenal. Excellent bank laws. Uh, excellent uh, jurisdiction. The Singapore Free Trade Zone, where my, our my Volti partners, the people I've been working with for the last you know fifteen years, they own the largest private gold vault in the world. And uh, maybe I'll share that with our Algo Factory class. What that vault is. I don't want to put it here. There's too many prying eyes. I'm not talking about you audience members. I'm talking about uh, those with alphabet agencies that would probably take a look into here. But anyway. And third, my other favorite uh, jurisdiction is, believe it or not, Hong Kong. Uh, they are, those three jurisdictions are excellent in terms of what they're offering, in terms of bank secrecy, in terms of insurance. So your stuff is protected from. Um, everything from uh, a nuclear blast to th anything. And, and they're stored in some of the most advanced vaults in the world. I mean, you're talking about vaults with motion sensors, sound sensors, six-foot-thick walls. I mean, you name it, man. It's pretty bloody amazing, you know? Uh, with that being said, does anybody have any questions? Anybody have any questions while we're on there? Introduce services like Elvis. Yeah. Definitely. Hordes of demons have been set free from the pits of yes. Hi, I want to offer promotion of your channel, viewers, followers, your additive credit. What's the prices worth? Oh, whatever. That's some uh, some person trying to pit me out. Anyway. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. We have a biological man. And I, I, don't, I don't know what is you know, what has gotten into these people. They're so mentally deranged, they actually think that they're that they're actually tough. It's it's weird what the what the far left is is doing here. But this this I find this absolutely laughable. Let's we'll see what this what this moron has to say. If you back a wild animal into a corner, they're going to become a dangerous animal. Mm -hmm. So if you want to die on that hill of yours, so this fat bastard with the double chin and looking like uh, I don't know, he looks like Peter Griffin from Family Guy almost, right? With this weird haircut. I thought he was holding a dog over here, right? I thought this was like a Yorkie, right? But it's actually his retarded hair. So this 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 fat bastard is going to make some threats. This guy I would probably put through a wall, okay? Dude, if my my little kid is in the bathroom and a dude like this wants to use the bathroom and I'm standing in front of that door, dude, I am putting you through the wall. I'm going to slam your head. I'm going to put your head through the drinking fountain of righteousness and moral majority then you go right ahead i dare you to try and stop me from going into a women's bathroom it will be the last mistake you ever make i dare you to try and stop a transgender woman in my presence from using the bathroom it will be the last mistake no, you fat bastard. It'll be the last thing you make as my fist impacts your jaw and your fat jiggles to the other side of the back of the head. That's what's going to happen. If you ever make. This is a call to action and a call to arms to everybody within the United States. You hear this? This is a call. This is a call to arms, folks. This. Exactly. Jeff. You, <laughs> Jeff. Jeff, you would bludgeon this thing to a pulp. A bloody I mean this guy's face would look like hamburger. You get you get you get this 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 fat bastard in front of a red blooded American male. This guy's face will look like hamburger by the time raw hamburger by the time it's done. It's incredible. These people are deluded. They live in a fantasy world. 
incredible. That are scared, worried, have children that are transgender, lesbian, bi, or gay. This is a call to action. You need to arm up. Listen to this. You need to arm up. You know, these people want the smoke. These are people who have never been in any sort of real conflict, right? Any sort. Plain and simple. Go out, buy a gun, learn how to use it efficiently through and through because the time to act is now. You need to protect yourself and you need to protect your fellow transgender Brothers and sisters and theys and thems, you need to protect the rest of us in the LGB community, as I'm going to do myself. Because there are lots of people like me who are not afraid to die. I love my girlfriends to death, but I would rather die for them to secure their safety, freedom, and future than to live and not have anything done. So you go ahead. You protect your kids You go ahead. You protect your kids. Incredible. Guys, people like this, the most mentally insane people with no real balls in any regard, literally or figuratively, want they want they want beef. They want conflict. Like what is wrong with people? It's insane. Absolutely insane. Greeting Machine saying, hey, V, you mentioned about seeing Europe split in two trade zones, east and west. Can you get further into it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been saying it for years. Jim Willie's been saying it. Joaquin Flores has been saying it. In fact, Joaquin actually made a map, and I'm trying to get Joaquin on the show as our schedules have been so conflicting because he you know, he lives in Serbia and whatnot. But, um, yeah, the, the Eurozone is going to split. It's, it, it's going to split. I mean, Germany is going to realign with um, – the industrialists, the German industrials will, will, they understand the same thing that a lot of Americans understand. America has to go through pain in order for the population to wake up. And I think the crucible for manhood is suffering. The crucible for manhood is trauma. Trauma and suffering is good. It creates the best kind of men. And you need to have that. And I think that what's coming upon the Western world with the collapse of the United States economy and the collapse of the German economy and the collapse of the Eurozone in general is going to create tough men who will say that one plus one equals two. And if one plus one equals two, then we need to get back to the rudiments of what it takes to become a functional and productive country. I see Germany swinging to the Eurasian trade zone. I see them getting very well integrated with Russia and with China. I mean, look, here's the thing. There's a huge reason why there's a lot of German firms and a lot of you know, European firms, uh, especially in Germany and in, and in, in France and in, um, heck, even in the UK, that are researching e-fuels. Think about it. The European Union is saying, oh, no, no, internal combustion engines are dead. But are, is it really? Is it really? Now with e-fuel research, I mean, uh, I, I, it's coming more and more to the surface. I'm, I'm seeing more and more. Look, I, I follow a lot of uh, automotive industrial publications. 
and I'm seeing more and more articles on e-fuels. Porsche is doing an amazing job in Chile. They've, they've launched an e-fuel research facility. They spent $250 million on it. And they got some of their cars running on e-fuels, which are more energy-dense than gasoline. You're getting the highest amount of gas mileage. You're getting the highest amount of power. And they're being very successful. And it's running off of e-fuels based on trash, agricultural waste products. So it doesn't even mess with the food supply. Same thing's happening in the UK. Same thing's happening uh, in some parts of the world. This is a rise to a, a new beginning here. So because of that, and, and why? Because German industrialists told Porsche, and Porsche is part of the Volkswagen Auto Group, along with Lamborghini and Audi and Bugatti and and um, um, Seat and, and all these other... The, the Volkswagen Auto Group is huge. It's, it's, it's a monstrous organization. And Bentley. They also own Bentley. Um, so they allowed Porsche to go out there and, and do this e-fuel thing. Why? Because there is pushback from German industrialists against this green agenda. But they understand that the German populace, in order for them to wake up, they have to suffer. The thing that's keeping a lot, and I'm going to, this is so politically incorrect to say, but I'm going to say it. The reason why we are cucked is because there's a lot of men and a lot of households that are terrified of standing up and vocalizing and doing what's right because they don't want to upset the apple cart at home because they're terrified of their wives. I just say it. I just say it. And in Germany, which is a completely cucked out country, unless the wife suffers, unless she gets hit in the ovaries with a baseball bat by seeing highly inflated food prices, right? Until she gets slapped in the face by the cost of energy and food. Until she feels the gut-wrenching pain of not being able to provide a quality of life for her children. The typical liberal suburban housewife that you find in much of the Western world is going to... Her breakdown, her complete breakdown is what's going to drive a lot of these men to finally grow a pair of balls and take some action. It's incredible where we are as a society. Incredible. But that's what it's going to take. And nothing will do that better than hardship because people like normalcy, people that have this normalcy bias, things will always be the way they are. Incredible. Ronan Returns says, V, your predictions on Russia winding up the Ukrainian situation somewhere or fall. I, 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 you know what, that, that's another thing. Here's the funny thing with the whole Russia thing, right? Russia has all the time in the world, right? It's their time clock. And they are not only demilitarizing and denazifying Ukraine, but they're also demilitarizing and denazifying NATO as a whole. NATO is running out of armament. So is the United States. It's incredible to see this. <clears throat> And I'll tell you right now, not only is 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 is, is, is you know Russia all the time in the, in the world, this is also event driven, right? So the more they string this out, the weaker the West becomes. So there's an advantage. But 
the Chinese want the Russians to, hey, could you just speed this up and get this done with? Which they probably could because China is worried about what's happening in Taiwan. China doesn't have the military experience or the prowess that Russia has. They do have some very advanced weaponry that they could deploy. But they don't have the prowess and the ferocity that the Russians have. They don't have that. So they would rather have the Russians wrap this up sooner rather than later and then come and provide some logistical aid and some operational help to China and the South China Sea. So I think there's a good chance. With that being said, so I, I do think there's a good chance that things could... Let's just watch. I think there's a chance that by summer and fall this could be wrapped up. It's very possible. It's very possible. It's pretty interesting. I was, uh, you know, I was listening to Pepe Escobar. Pepe was talking about, you know, he's in, he's been in Moscow, and he was saying that when you go to Moscow, you go to St. Petersburg, it doesn't even feel like it's a country at war. Like everybody's calm there. I mean, they're just having they're they're doing massive economic meetings, cutting deals. It's 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 incredible. Absolutely incredible. JMK, John Marco Karma, yes, Russia is now using Kinzels. Kinzels are the most amazing, most advanced missile system in God's green earth. There's nothing the United States even has remotely close. to The United States doesn't even possess hypersonic weapons, folks. I said it before, and I've been proven right. I've been proven right. The United States does not have a single working hypersonic, even in prototype mode. Doesn't even have it. It's a piece of junk. Shows shows you where we are on the world. Maybe maybe if we crack more gender studies professors, maybe they could uh they could help us out. Gulag, trust no man that's been conquered by a wife. Absolutely true. You've given up male logic, leadership, wherewithal, and a spine for emotions and feelings. There should be a balance. Man leads it's the way it goes. My pleasure, Ronan. Not a problem. JMK, yes, there was a 400, there was a bunker, an underground uh, bunker that was 400 feet underground with a lot of NATO high-level personnel that was taken out by the Russians. That was taken out by the Russians. Absolutely, 100% fact. And he's always right on this one. Yep, always a man leads. Because let's be honest, if a woman leads, the woman resents the man. I mean, women love it when men lead. That's just the way it is. That's a fact. Yes. Yes. That is sending a huge... Ma- that When this happened, I mean, the West was like, holy crap, what are we facing? Because they have nothing. They have no answer for it. They have no answer for it. Because these guys are thinking Gulf War. They're thinking like third world country. They have no idea what they're dealing with. It's incredible. Annie, you're very dangerous. Spoken like a true Dominicana. <laughs> Where was the bunker? It was in um it was in the Ukraine. It was in the Ukraine. Anyway, with that being said, folks, I think we're at the end of the show. We got Harley coming up next, so keep it locked right here. Four o'clock. Harley Schlanger is coming up next. Keep it locked and loaded here. Again, guys, go check out algofactory.tech, algofactory.tech, and go check out fjbballoons.xyz. Join the Discord. With that being said, we're over and out, and I'm going to take it away because I'm flying solo.
Cheers, everyone. See you guys in about 10 minutes.